This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! What? <laughs> Sure is that so. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting with me today. And i got a fantastic guest, someone actually I've known for a while, and I'm bringing him on due to his incredible experience, his knowledge, and also his opinions on health, fitness and well-being. Tanner Shuck is in the building today and he's going to be discussing his philosophy on fuel, fitness and staying in shape all year round without crash dieting. And I say that because I've never seen this guy out of shape. So I'm going to try and pick his brain on how he maintains that and how he helps a lot of other people in his work. And that's going to be great to see you on. And remember guys, if you do miss out on our shows, the podcasts are on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and Angami or even thanks to our fantastic team here at Pulse95, you've got the YouTube episodes on Pulse 95 Radio. Thank you very much for everyone who's connecting with me on the Instagram live. Shout out to Machiavelli, Nora, Eamon, Terry, Spicy, Fahima, Coach Arta, and everyone, and Zulfia, of course. Thank you very much for connecting. Stay tuned on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Thank you very much for connecting. Uh, Tanner Shuck is in the building. Let's give him a round of applause. Tana, thank you very much for connecting, man. Hey, thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Hey, Tana, we go way back, huh? Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I forgot. It was back in 2015. Yeah, and I, you've you've done a lot of good things in health and fitness, man. I've been I've been watching your 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 not just as a as a coach, not just as a specialist, not just as a trainer, but also as an athlete as well. Much appreciated. Thank you. You yeah, know, uh, coach, play doesn't doesn't really matter. I just mm. do what I can and try to lead by example. Now, looking at Tanner, and I'm sure if you guys are watching on, on the YouTube live, it's obvious he's in fantastic shape. <laughs> but what challenges, Tanner, do you face when staying in shape? That may be, I wouldn't say it's a hard question to answer, but it, it comes, I've been doing this for so long now, it's, it's just quite natural to me. Mm-hmm. And so I do it without thinking, but basically just developing habits, daily habits that you do, you know, day in and day out without thinking and that just comes down to you know making the right choices you know going to bed on time eating the right foods always making sure you exercise mm. those and, kind of things. and how much of those habits are psychological habits i'd say probably all of them i mm. think you know everything really starts with your mind yeah um in anything you do so just developing those good habits that's what i try to preach to most people um and i know it's easier said than done but if you're consistent about it and mindful then really anybody can develop any healthy habit they want mm. and and one size definitely doesn't fit all but when you're coaching 
How, how long does it normally take for the average person to build those kind of habits for you to integrate it into them? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say that on average, it takes around at least 21 days mm -hmm. for a person to like pick up a habit and stick with it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it can take, you know, longer for some people than others. It really yeah. just depends on, you know, how dedicated the person is and how disciplined they are. But I'd say generally for me, probably like two or three weeks of just like keeping people accountable, keeping them consistent with their training and nutrition, you know, and they'll, they'll actually pick up those habits and they'll start doing it, you know, like without even thinking about it. So it kind of becomes second nature for anyone. And, and what are the common things you hear as a coach when it comes down to trying to rectify those habits? Oh gosh. <laughs> the one I probably despise the most is I don't have time. Right. Um, everyone has time to take care of themselves. I don't care who you are. Everyone has time. Um, another one, eating healthy is hard, mm -hmm. uh, which I can understand that can be, but you just really have to think about, it just all depends on how you think about food. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'd say probably eating healthy um, and making time to exercise. Those are probably the excuses that I hear the most that people struggle with. Is it hard to develop someone's relationship with food? I think a lot of people, they don't even think about their relationship with food, you know, in their life. They just kind of go through their life without even realizing, you know, what they eat. And food, it's something that people have very strong, like, emotional connections with. Mm. I mean, you go through your whole life eating the same foods, you know, with your family, your culture, and things like that. And people just don't realize the f what, you know, impact the food they eat has on their body. And, you know, you really have to take like step back and actually think about, you know, what is this food that I'm eating? How is it impacting my body? How is it making me feel? Mm. And so you just really have to think about food in a different way yeah. to help kind of change and improve your relationship with food. Yeah, because having been on this side of the world, I know speaking because my roots are Arabic, normally when we're young, our families tend to really feed us. It's almost like rewarding us with food. Yeah. How have you kind of reversed that mentality to build up those habits for them? So I think instead of looking at food or what I tried and tell people, really people, they should eat for purpose and instead of eating for pleasure. So mm -hmm. eat more for purpose, you know, instead of eating for pleasure all the time. And so, because food is, it's fuel. fuel. It's absolutely fuel. You know, that's what sustains us. That's what keeps us alive and healthy. And so, before you eat anything, you should really, like, think about, all right, I'm about to eat this food. What is this food about to do for me right now? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and people, they just need to think about, like, they need to start trading, I think, short-term pain, you know, for, or excuse me, they need to, they need to have long-term pleasure you know with the healthy food they eat instead of having like short-term pleasure just by get, eating something unhealthy if that mm. makes sense so like yeah. delayed gratification is what i'm trying to say yes yeah you know, just really think about what the food you're eating is going to do for you right in that moment mm. and with 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 purpose comes fuel and with fuel what are the the things that you would advise people to fuel up on rather than eat with pleasure so to speak oh gosh so I'm a huge advocate of just eating real, whole, unprocessed, natural foods. Mm. So, personally speaking, I do not eat any foods that come in packages, like ever. Any any foods that nice. have like ingredient lists, I, I don't eat that. I try to eat as much natural food as I possibly can. And I also encourage people just to eat the most nutrient-dense food. So, the foods that contain like the most calories and you know macronutrients and micronutrients vitamins and minerals just nutrient density i think is very important mm -hmm. you know when you're eating food instead of just consuming like empty calories you know like 
sugars, you know, yeah. fast digesting carbohydrates. These are the kind of things that you want to avoid. And those are the foods that really kind of lead to a poor relationship with food. Absolutely. And what is your take on when people say that wholesome food and nutritious, like dense food is expensive? Is there a way to work around that to sustain that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is, I think, a big misconception that eating healthy is really expensive. And it certainly can be expensive, but it does not have to be expensive. Mm. Like a healthy food, for example, like eggs. Eggs, that's not an expensive food. You can eat that, you know, quite affordably. If you can't afford to eat like high quality meat, you could easily buy canned tuna, mm -hmm. you know, or beef mince. Yeah. So when people say, you know, eating healthy is expensive, I respectfully always disagree with them. Like I said, it does not have to be. Yeah. You know, just, just choose healthy foods that aren't nearly as expensive. They may not taste quite as good, but still you can get everything you need just from honestly a can of tuna, eggs, you know, beef mints, vegetables, fruits. Those aren't necessarily expensive food. You can definitely eat healthy on a budget. Mm, absolutely. And actually guys, you need to check out his YouTube channel. I'm going to leave all the, uh, all the details in the description later. He's actually got one on just foods. I watched it the other day. Really, really good. All right, coming up next, how weight training can change your life with Tanner on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. Thank you very much for connecting me and spending your Saturday afternoon on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Now, on today's show, Tana Shak is in the building. There you go. Um, Tanner, one of the things I, I love about your style of training is the weight training aspect. How can weight training change your life? Uh, well, I'll put it like this. There's many different ways you can exercise, but lifting weights or resistance training, that's like the single most beneficial form of exercise you can possibly do mm -hmm. just for general health and life expectancy. So if you are going to spend time exercising, I would just obviously encourage everyone just to spend a bit more time focusing on getting stronger and just lifting weights mm, and and terry actually asked a really good question she said does he focus on specific group uh, groups on specific days when uh, doing weight training or full body so you can do both there's no right way wrong way to lift weights um personally speaking i lift weights probably four to five days a week and i generally i don't isolate certain muscle groups or body um i train kind of body parts so i'll have like a lower body focus day or an upper body focus day but that being said i think a really solid approach that i do for a lot of people and clients is like a total body you know training split so you can actually train every major muscle group in the same workout and that's that's really effective for a lot of people and how often we is that daily or every other day so it again this is all like individual specific yeah um you can do both but i'd say for like the general population if you're lifting, doing like a total body um, resistance training workout, you can do that two or three days a week. And nice. you probably want at least one day of recovery mm -hmm. in between resistance training sessions. And is that active recovery or just recovery recovery? <sighs> Again, <laughs> I'm not trying to avoid questions. <laughs> no, that's, that's really individual specific. You can do both. You yeah. know, if you feel good and healthy and you want to move around a little bit on the day between your weightlifting sessions, yeah. I encourage people to do that if, yeah. if you're just like 
really tired or really sore and you just kind of walk around, that's totally fine as well. And I'm sure you get this a lot, the stigma of women not training weights. I do, and I've been dealing with this for a long time. You yeah. know, a lot of times women, they're a bit hesitant to lift weights. Yes. But honestly, it's the best thing you can do, especially if, you, if, if your goal as a female is just to lose weight mm-hmm. and get a bit leaner, more toned. Mm-hmm. Like lifting weights, that'll do that for you. It's, Absolutely. Like, it's more effectively than really any other form of exercise. Excellent. And uh, another question here. So for women, high, high reps, low weight, or low reps, higher weight? I would probably venture to say go somewhere in the middle of that because when you're going like low reps, high weight, yeah, you're really just focusing on getting a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. But I'd say for the majority of women, they'd be better off doing like moderate weight for moderate to high reps. Mm-hmm. That's going to be kind of the sweet spot and where they'll get like the most optimal results. Nice. And I'm sure you hear a lot of myths as well when it comes down to the fundamentals of weight training. Amongst those things that you hear, what would you like to share with us about the things that you can just kind of squash that right now? All right. Well, I don't want to know, I don't want, I won't say any myths, but I will tell you like the fundamentals of weight training should just be like prioritize compound movements, Mm -hmm. you know, and lifting weights and also just prioritize the basics. So I think every person, they'd want to be able to do a body weight air squat, Mm -hmm. um, a strict push up. Ideally, you know, they can do some kind of strict pulling, whether that's like, you know, a body weight row on like a TRX strap or a strict pull up, Mm -hmm. but just the very basics, those are the most important things to do. And the compound lifts, the movements, everyone, they should be able to do like a deadlift. You should be able to take some heavy object and pick it up off the ground. Mm -hmm. Do like some kind of squatting variation, some kind of like horizontal and vertical pressing variation. And the same with pulling, some kind of horizontal pulling and and vertical pulling variation. Like those are the fundamentals of any effective resistance training program. Mm, Cool. Um, Kettlebells versus dumbbells. Do you have a preference? (laughs) I do have a preference, but Uh they're both great. And that's Uh just a personal preference. And I prefer dumbbells. Okay. But there's kettlebells are amazing and if that's the only equipment you have to work with you can get an incredible workout with just kettlebells just one single kettlebell you, you can do so many different things with if you know what you're doing absolutely one of the things uh, one of my favorites and i want to take your opinion this the turkish get up what's your thoughts on that if all right <laughs> if you're putting me on the spot <laughs> yeah. personally yeah i'm not I think the Turkish get up it's a it's a fine exercise. Yes. I personally don't do it very often. I feel like there's other exercises mm-hmm. that can offer you more value for your time. Like um it really depends on what you're doing the Turkish get up for because it's a total body exercise. Yep. But I like I like doing just like an overhead press instead mm-hmm. of just doing a Turkish get up. I like doing like weighted sit-ups or ab wheel rollouts or L sits if you're really trying to focus on your abdominals. Mm-hmm. The Turkish get up it's good. It's a total body movement, but it really just depends on what you're doing it for. Right. So Good answer. it's it's a fine movement. Mm-hmm. It's it's not my favorite just because it's quite complex. Yeah. Um and it takes a little while for people to master, especially, you know, getting up in the steps and then going back down properly. But it's like I said, it's it's a very effective movement mm-hmm. and I think there's other ways that you can train those muscles just more effectively mm-hmm. but again that's just my own training philosophy and everyone's going to have their own training philosophy and own opinion so absolutely uh, Ikram is saying I'm struggling with gaining muscle weight I eat healthy but not enough what tips help me finish my protein portions alright so protein is probably the most important macronutrient especially if you're trying to put on some muscle mm-hmm. so I would tell him 
start kind of tracking his calories to make sure he's huh. eating in a caloric surplus. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it doesn't really matter if if you if you want to build muscle, you have to give your body the raw materials to build muscle. The raw material would be literally food. Yeah. So keep start tracking your calories and make sure you're in a caloric surplus, and then make sure your training is on point where you're you're incorporating some kind of progressive overload and you're doing like the main compound lifts, squats, deadlifts, presses, pull-ups. If you're doing those and eating enough food, I guarantee you're going to put on some size and some strength. Fantastic. Um, I know you you were involved in CrossFit for quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. What yeah. you, what's your very quick? What's your thought on CrossFit? Is it for everyone, or is it for for, for a specific type of people that enjoy training? What is it? What what? All right. Opinion? So I have really strong feelings about this actually. Mm. So I come from a CrossFit background. I was an elite level, I guess, CrossFit athlete. Yeah. I still am very fit. Yeah. Uh, I do not think CrossFit is for everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's. Uh, it, it, a lot of times the training that people go through in CrossFit, it doesn't offer them much value for their time and it's way too random Yeah, and it's just not really that effective. I think more, more people would be way better off just prioritizing the basics, getting the basics. Like everyday general population people, they do not need to learn how to be doing squat snatches or overhead squats or clean and jerks. Like they're not going to compete in the Olympics anytime soon. They just want to like feel good and look good and be healthy. Yeah. And so I think CrossFit or people that are doing CrossFit, they should take a step back and just focus on the basics. Can better at just doing squats, deadlifts, you know, presses, pull-ups. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot more people would be way more better off like i said just stepping back and focusing on the basics and also being consistent in their training and having a bit more structure crossfit it's way too random and varied and you don't really know if you're ever improving or not because there's no really there's no way to measure any kind of progress yeah yeah and and a lot of the times it's kind of depending on your skill level you don't really know what's coming up absolutely a lot of no you don't know it's like i said there's like no there's no rhyme or reason and, and most CrossFit gyms are just like writing workouts, you know, for a group of people. And so it's never really personalized. Mm-hmm. And it's certainly better than a lot of other, like, I guess, training methodologies because yeah. they do, you know, there is some good things about CrossFit. But in my opinion, just focus on the basics. Excellent. The basics are the best. Excellent. Well, there you have it, guys. I told you it was going to be a great show. Um, we're on segment two already. We're, we're going to have the Adan shortly. On segment three, we're going to talk about fueling and especially fueling for your goals, which is going to be awesome. And something that we don't often hear most people talk about is recovery. So I'm going to take advantage of Tanner being here in the studio. We're going to talk to him about that straight after the Adan. So make sure you go get yourself a water, go get yourself a, you know, a nice little beverage and come back because we'll be back very, very soon straight after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Oh, he loves the fire then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! I mean, this show has got a bit of a fighting feel to it, and it's great to have Tanner Shack in the building. I just showed him what happens behind the scenes. He is live with us on Pulse95 Radio in the heart of Sharjah. I'm the only place to be at three. I hope you guys are having a great day um, chilling with us here live. And don't worry, guys, if you do miss the shows, you can catch us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud if you like the podcast, or even head over to YouTube. Thanks to Super Mario and Gabby, who put the episodes on YouTube straight after this show. So great. Right, Tanner. 
This show is going quite fast, man. It is. <laughs> this show's going quite fast. Um, we've spoken about the psychological part of habits. We've spoken about how weight training can change your life, even as a female. And now we're going to talk about fuel. And I watched one of your YouTube uh, videos the other day, and you're talking a lot about fuel. And today you spoke about purpose. How, how does one fuel for their goals? I know it's a general question, but let's just put you as an example. How do you fuel for your goals? So I'll just speak for myself. Yeah. Um, I'm quite active. I exercise a lot, quite vigorously. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to eat a lot of food in order just to kind of fuel my body um, and its output. But for most people, you really like eating is way overcomplicated and it should be simplified. Mm. And it really just comes down to how many calories a person is burning in one day versus how many calories that person is consuming. And it's really just about energy balance. So everyone, they just need to optimize their energy balance, whether they're in like a kind of a caloric maintenance, just maintaining where they are, or if they want to be in a deficit or a surplus, depending on their goals. Mm, so energy balance is, is extremely important. And with that, when it comes down to energy balance, normally it depends on what kind of day you have in. Yeah. But planning is essential. So how often do you plan ahead? Um, every day, basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm really fortunate and I'm very particular about the foods I eat. And uh, one of my best habits, I would say, is I always prepare my breakfast the night before, mm -hmm. you know, so that way I wake up and I just automatically already know what I'm eating for breakfast that's ready. And so I never skip breakfast. And then I obviously prepare a lot of the food that I eat for the days ahead. So meal, meal preparation, that's, um, I think, really important for me. Mm. Or, you know, if you're trying to achieve goals, whether that's like fat loss or, you know, getting stronger or bigger, I think having, you know, a meal plan is, a, is really helpful for a lot of people just to allow them to stay consistent, you know, on their, on their diet needs. So mm. just, yeah, think ahead, plan ahead, and just really practice consistency. And I'm sure you get the question a lot. And, and I know a little bit about this because of your, of your background and your philosophy. But often with supplementation, a lot is looked into it. A lot of money is spent on it. But you tend to go through foods. What kind of foods do you replace for the pre-workouts or the recovery? That's a great question. And before I even say anything, think about what supplements are and what they're called. Supplements are literally meant to supplement your diet. So you should always be prioritizing real whole natural foods instead of supplements. Um, and I take very few supplements, honestly. I really would just tell people to get as much real whole food as they can. Don't rely on supplements. The best supplements, if you wanted to take them, would be like fish oils, maybe some kind of like protein powder if you're struggling to get, you know, your protein intake. Mm -hmm and caffeine and i always take coffee so i don't really take pre-workouts i just prefer like a strong cup of coffee mm -hmm. i think that's probably one of the best things you can take you know and so i'm really not a big supplement person and i consume like much less supplements than a person would probably think i do so mm. that's my that's a good point yeah. the other thing as well and i saw you i saw you talking about it the other day which which made me laugh because because of the way it was so like um you had such a strong opinion on it plant-based foods <laughs> Tell me, um, what's your take on plant-based food? Because when you said protein and I thought of whey versus plant-based, what's your take on, on, on that? Well, first off, I think any diet that excludes entire food groups is probably not the healthiest diet or sustainable. Mm -hmm. Plant-based foods, they're, they're certainly healthier. There's certainly, you know, worse foods that you could eat. Mm -hmm. 
I have no issues with anybody going plant-based or any plant-based foods. It's just almost always animal-based foods. They're more nutrient-dense, more calorically dense, and contain you know a far superior nutrient profile as compared to plant-based foods. Mm. And very good question coming in. A lot of us have moved to work from home environment. Tips and tricks to keep you moving during the day. Oh, great. That's a, that's a, I do have a good tip for that. Mm-hmm. So if you're at home and you're kind of like seated, you know, on a computer or whatever, just set an alarm three times a day on your phone, just to remind you to stand up and go take a 10 minute walk. Mm-hmm. If you do that two or three times a day, that's a really simple way to get in 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. You know, go walk around your apartment building, go walk around the block. Just taking two or three 10 minute walks a day can be honestly life changing. And it just, you burn calories without even realizing it's Mm -hmm. so simple. And I promise you humans, we're not meant to be, you know, stuck inside indoors, sitting in front of a computer. That's not, that's not what we were put on this earth to do. So Mm -hmm. get outside and go move. One of the things that's often neglected, and I speak about this a lot in Reset, is recovery. Yeah, absolutely. How often should we recover and how important is recovery? You want to recover every day and the most important way to recover is just sleep like that is the most important and most simple um, way to recover and without sleep really all other recovery modalities or forms of recovery they're they're inferior to sleep so if you can just prioritize getting seven to nine hours of sleep consistently a night i guarantee your recovery will be as good as it needs to be, you know, to face the next day. And seeing that we're talking about fuel, any good foods to fuel for recovery? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you some of my favorite foods. Tell me. I'm very biased. Yeah. So I like high quality red meat. So okay. steak. Um, I love whole eggs, mm-hmm. um, lamb. So any basically animal-based foods that's mm-hmm. minimally processed, mm-hmm. I think are, are quite healthy and for good. For dinner? I eat steak multiple times a day, every day. <laughs> and again, I'm an extremist. I don't expect people to do that, but mm-hmm. it's the most like nutrient-dense, healthy food you can really, really eat. So yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, huge believer in like high-quality food and red meat. Excellent. And there you have it. That's segment three done. I told you it was going to fly by. we got one more segment coming in, so make sure you send your questions in, and I promise I will drop it in the final segment. Enjoy, guys. I'll be right back. Is the halftime show with Omar Adouri? Oh, he loves to fire that buckler! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse ninety five. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Man, what another wicked show today with Tanashak here in the building. It's been great to have him down. I told you guys I've known him for a while now, but actually something I didn't know, he's done a lot of podcasts, he's done a lot of things in the media, but this is the first time you've been in a radio studio. Yeah, it was my first time. Honored. honored Pretty good, here. man. For a first, Listen, if I was that cool on my first time, I think I'd uh, be on show 400 right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tanner, we had some really good questions coming in and uh, it's been a great show. Thank you so much for taking the time out to uh, to be on the halftime show. Uh, does training women differ to training men? Yes and no. How so? Like, because I do some personal training and also I do a lot of individualized online um, mm-hmm. personalized coaching. It really all just comes down to the individual um, and their goals. Yeah. But I think... 
like the nuts and bolts of the actual training is quite similar like strength conditioning you know the same methodologies are going to work whether you're a man or a woman i think the biggest difference is obviously on the psychological level mm -hmm. and figuring out how to best motivate um that individual you know and sometimes you can use different forms of motivation or accountability you know whether it's a male or a female but it really does just depend on the individual Mm. And, so. and does it differ now here we're very transparent with things does it differ when it when it's coaching women are you more compassionate with them due to the different stresses and pressures they have according to men or is it just you try to keep it neutral with both i probably would say i'm a bit more compassionate with women mm -hmm. um generally speaking yeah you can you can kind of push um men a bit more you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. but that being said one of my toughest and hardest working clients ever is is a woman you know um amna bin bahar so like i said it really all comes down to individual like an individual case-by-case -case basis yeah and that's you know in order to be a good coach you have to realize how to best communicate with that person and how to best keep them motivated and accountable nice very nice um you're doing a lot of great things at the moment really really cool things trying to keep myself busy hey listen doing a great job one of them is is youtube is that right you got a youtube Correct. channel yeah so I, I recently started a youtube channel kind mm -hmm. of late in late 2020 and uh i'm fairly active on it i try to release at least you know two or three youtube videos a month yeah that's like in addition to everything else i do because I still spend a lot of time training myself. I still do some in-person training, not as much anymore. And mm -hmm. I do a lot of online coaching, personalized programming, and just helping people, you know, subscribe to like strength programs that really anybody can follow. So a lot of my work is online and I'm slowly but surely trying to build, you know, um, a stronger social media following, you know, via Instagram or YouTube. Or mm. Can you tell me the handles for the YouTube and the Instagram so people can follow you? Absolutely. Very simple. So you can follow me on Instagram at just Tanner underscore Shuck. Mm -hmm. And my YouTube channel is Tanner Shuck. And that's double N on the Tanner. Yeah. T-A-N-N-E-R. And then my last name is S-H-U-C-K. You'll be able to find me on Instagram or YouTube. Fantastic. And you've also got, um, you, you've also, you said you, you stay fit and you train quite a bit now. I absolutely do. So my own health and fitness, that has always been a priority. That's literally what got me into coaching is just my devout passion for training i love it it's honestly it's my life's work and my life's obsession mm -hmm. i think about it all day every day you know whether it's for it's myself or for my clients so i take training very seriously mm, fantastic um website i do have a website yeah sure thank you um that's my so my brand is true strength mm -hmm. and my website is www truestrength.co and so you can reach me on that website you can look at all my training ebooks or training programs mm -hmm. so i have multiple different options really for anybody in any ability level so i can really help anyone you know if they're willing to work hard and be consistent and that's why i came to you uh five years ago yeah, absolutely <laughs> so that tells you a lot um tana have you got any projects coming up or anything that we you know that's on the pipeline or so things I'm working on right now is yeah. kind of just trying to build an organic social media following right um, I'll also be publishing some articles on like some major training blogs and websites mm -hmm. so getting published that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to, to, to doing and you know just creating more authentic real content you know f for health and fitness 
so i'm trying to i'm all about just helping as many people as i can and i did that for a number of years just through coaching but i really feel like i can be i can help a lot more people you know with the power of social media so mm. that's that's my goal and objective for 2021 fantastic man listen this, that's that's great um hassan sent a message and he asks how do you reset how do i reset man i really need to read your book <laughs> uh how do i reset i would just say for me personally speaking mm. i always prioritize you know the basics healthy food sleep um training and i try to minimize you know um my stress mm -hmm. obviously i'm like any other person you know life is going to have its outside stressors so i just try to minimize that and one of those things that helps me reset a lot is just exercise mm -hmm. just that endorphin release that you get from intense physical exercise that really helps just alleviate all kind of stress in my mind and also sleeping so i would say my reset is just having consistent healthy habits mm -hmm. you know going to bed waking up trying at the same time um getting in kind of like a morning routine doing these kind of things just help me you know stay productive fantastic man and there you have it folks that is full time on the halftime show thank you very much for being with us today on the halftime show if you did jump in later on and missed out on the show head over to the youtube super mario and gabby put the episode up later and share that with your friends if you like it and smash a like button on there thank you very much um shout out to samuel afu uh, one of my uh, footballers from the ghana national team who's saying how you doing i'm doing well my man how you doing and fahad as well thank you for jumping in the room and terry saying basically he's thriving with the dominoes absolutely now that you said that terry i'm gonna have to uh, give him a copy of my book right guys fantastic thank you very much have a fantastic day Tana it's been an absolute pleasure it was an honor thanks for having me on Omar alright guys have a great day I will see you normal Monday, Wednesday Saturday 3 to 4 on the only place to be at 3 the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 this is Pulse 95 tune in live every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm 